0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 17 of the Mysterious Benedict Society Read on Podcast Book 4. Today we'll be reading chapter 17, but first a recap of chapter 16. The children are currently breaking into the keep, but by accidentally setting off an alarm they alerted the tin men that they were there, and so now the tin men are coming. Sticky hacked into the security and found a complex barrier system designed to lock on all doors they've tried to break through. They also looked out for the tin men on the outdoor cameras. The children came up with a plan to override the barrier system and a way to help them not get totally locked in when the ten Men break through, which involved Kate running back and forth to rewire an electrical panel. The ten Men arrived and are going to be with the children extremely soon, but Kate's not back yet. Sticky calculated the odds and it's just too far. Not even the fastest known person in the world could make it. There was no way. So that's the end of the summary, but before we get started, guys, I have three shoutouts to give to three loyal listeners. So PeacePopX2, Imposar, and LakeSilver, thank you so much for your support and listening. You guys are incredible, and I hope you and everyone else enjoys the episode. Chapter 17. A Plan by Any Other Name it took Rennie about three seconds to form a plan B. It was far from a perfect plan, but it was a start. He squeezed Ty's hand. Of course there's a plan B, he said. Here's what we'll do. We're going to solve the riddle for the override code. We'll give it to Kate and tell her to forget about rewiring the panel. And of should take the shortcut, George showed her. After she uses the code on the first security door, she'll have ten seconds to reach the barracks entrance and use the code to get through it, too. Which, for Kate, will be easy. The barrier will fall, but at least she'll be on the other side. "'But she doesn't have the serum!' Constance protested. "'The main control room is in the barracks,' Sticky said quickly. "'If Kay can get to that, maybe she can figure out another way in for us. "'I can help her. We'll use the walkie-talkies. "'There's only so much I can see from this side.' "'But McCracken!' "'We'll have the barrier between us,' Rennie said, pointing to the gap above the door." "'Plus the coast of the security doors, which they don't have. "'We can get through these doors, and, well, that will slow them down anyway. "'We'll avoid them the best we can. "'In the meantime, we can at least save Kate, and then maybe she can save us.' Constance glared at him. "'Why don't you say the rest of your plan?' she snapped. "'The part where you're thinking Ty and I can hide, "'and you and Sticky will try to trick McCracken into taking you hostage.' Rennie closed his eyes. "'You really need to stay out of my head, Constance.' Also, Rennie's right, Sticky said. Only you can protect Ty if it comes to that, Constance. Only you can keep him hidden from the listener, right? And you can nudge the in away if they get close. Constance turned her glare on Sticky, but then it softened and her eyes filled with tears. I know you two just want to protect us, but... She sniffed and wiped at her eyes. We promised, too, Rennie said, and it would be a way to get the serum to Mr. Benedict, Constance. Mr. Kern's instructions called for McCracken to have a couple of us with him. If we can just get there with the serum, we can figure out something. Would that be a plan C? Ty asked, nervously bouncing on his toes. We're down to five and a half minutes, Sticky said, with a significant glance at the others. Constance covered her face with her hands. You're still not telling me things, she growled, and I'm trying not to look. Okay, okay, fine. Let's get that code. What's the riddle, Sticky? Ty stopped bouncing. Indeed everyone held still and looked at Sticky, who wasted not a moment. He began to recite. A rose by any other name is still a rose, it said. One's favorite flower is much the same, although it isn't red. The Institute not called the Keep once had an evil in it. One secret agent took a peek and saw that in a minute. This the Institute once had in common with the flower. The truth remains, all names contain a clue or hidden power. One name is changed, it's still the same. It's not a place you miss. Another name once rearranged will help you to do this. This is hard, Ty exclaimed after a short pause. Can you say it again? Sticky recited the riddle once more. Then, noting Renny's narrowed eyes, he said, Listen, I've spent all day trying not to think about it. I was afraid if I did solve it, certain people might, you know, pick up on the answer. Right, Renny said, thanks for the reminder. Constance and Ty, I'm sorry, but we need to be extra careful. Can you two cover your ears and hum songs and think about ridiculous things for a minute? Constance scowled at this suggestion, and Ty giggled, but both immediately complied. It was unclear what song Constance chose to hum, for Ty's rendition of Row, Row, Row Your Boat was quite loud and enthusiastic. Sticky stepped close to Rennie and said quietly, "'You have it, don't you?' Rennie nodded. "'The flower is violet. Rearranged, it will help us to live. I assume the keypads are alphabetical.' "'They are indeed,' said Sticky. He raised his walkie-talkie to notify Kate. "'Wait a second,' Rennie said. "'We need to be careful what we say. If we tell her she can't make it.' "'Oh, right. She'll want to try even harder,' Sticky said, lowering the walkie-talkie." Well, what do you suggest? We're down to three minutes. He pointed at the monitor, where, sure enough, Crawlings was standing at the ready over the crank that would open the security door and admit the rest of the ten men. He was flexing his long fingers in eager anticipation. Reddy lifted his own walkie-talkie. Kate, listen, we have a better plan now. We need you to skip the electrical panel and head straight to the barracks. Cut through the security door Sticky showed you. Remember, you'll only have ten seconds from that moment you enter the code, which is to live. He repeated the code and spelled it to make sure she had it clearly. And then they told her they would explain everything later. Roger that, came Kate's breathless reply. Sticky and Rennie looked bleakly at each other. It had just occurred to both of them that Kate might not even reach the security door in time. Ty, quite dramatically, took a huge breath and renewed his vigorous humming. Constance, her ears still covered, was watching the monitor on which Crawlings could now be seen opening the security door. Rennie gestured toward the computer. Do you think you could learn anything else that would help us? In two minutes, Sticky shook his head, I think I should ring up the command screen and be ready to drop the barriers if Kate doesn't trigger them in time. Agreed, Rennie said. This humming is driving me crazy, Sticky said. But before we can make them stop, let me ask you about the riddle. Mr. Bendix is the one who has the favorite flower, right? And one whose secret agents took a peek? That refers to us when we were students here. Rennie tapped his nose. Watching the monitor, Constance shuddered. McCracken had stepped into the passage. He was followed by the familiar figures of Sharp and Garrett, and still more tin men started to stream through the doorway behind them. Meanwhile, McCracken's keen eyes, scanning the passage, had spotted the security camera. He now seemed to be staring directly into the control room, directly at Constance. He smiled. A pencil appeared in his hand as if by magic, and with a flick of his wrist, he whipped it toward the security camera. Constance flinched. Now the monitor displayed nothing more than a spiderweb pattern of camera's shattered lens. Less than two minutes, Sticky said. Last question. Do you think peak was a clue since it's keep spelled backward? Rennie nodded. The Institute's acronym was LIVE, which spelled backward is EVIL. I think he wanted to call our attention to the letters. The only way that violet is an EVIL in it is that it contains these four letters. That's what I thought, Sticky said. All those things were dancing around in my head. I just couldn't put them together quickly enough. He cleared his throat. "'By the way, I'm terrified right now. "'Am I doing a good job of hiding it from Ty?' Rennie gave him a rueful smile. "'I think so. "'Am I?' "'They nodded at each other, "'then signaled to Ty and Constance "'that the humming could cease. "'I was thinking about SQ's big feet,' Ty announced. "'Guess what I was humming?' "'It's about time,' Constance snarled. "'She pointed at the closed door they'd come through. "'Why hasn't the barrier dropped? "'Do you realize they're on their way?' "'We do,' Sticky said gravely. "'Evidently Kate hasn't reached the security door yet.' He sat in the front of the computer and typed out a command. Okay, it's ready to go. One push of the button I can drop the barrier. Come on, Kate, Renny murmured. Get there. They're almost here, Kudsen said. Should Sticky push the buttons, Ty asked. Renny lifted his walkie-talkie. Confirm you're almost to the security door. Over? There was no reply. She's probably too busy punching in the codes, Sticky said, offering Ty a strained look of optimism. We'll know in a second when the warning goes off. But no warning sounded, and no reply came from Kate. Rennie held her again. Still no reply. "'They're at the ends of the passageway,' Constance said. "'They're coming!' "'There was no help for it.' "'Siggy pushed the button. "'A hidden bell began to clang. "'From a speaker by the door came a recorded voice. "'Warning! "'Step away from all doorways! "'Warning! "'Step away from all doorways!' "'That's so loud!' Ty yelled over the noise. "'He was looking uncertainly back and forth "'between the control room's two doors. "'Do I need to step away?' "'You're fine,' Rennie said, squeezing the boy's shoulders. "'He tried not to sound defeated. "'You're fine, buddy.' From the gap over the door, a sheet of crystal clear material dropped with alarming speed. If Ty gasped, no one heard it over the clamor. Then the clamor halted, and all was silent. "'The barrier thing worked,' Ty whispered. "'That's good, right?' The others nodded, but no one spoke. With all the strategizing and humming and riddle-solving, there had been no time to dwell on what might be about to happen, but now it had happened. They were stuck in this section with no way out, and McCracken was on his way. The barrier would keep them safe for the moment, but the ten men would get through eventually. It was only a matter of time. Rennie swallowed with some difficulty. We need to find out what happened to Kate, he said. Yet no sooner had he said this that Kate's voice suddenly blared out of their walkie-talkies. You all still there? She said, speaking through gasps of breath. Did the barriers go down? At least she's okay, Sticky muttered. He raised his walkie-talkie. Roger that. Where are you, Kate? I have. To be honest, came Kate's reply. That panel was a lot... Harder to rewire than I. You have got to be kidding me, Rennie cried, leaping forward to change the monitor display. The image flickered, then revealed a corridor at the end of which an open electrical panel was plainly visible. A bucket on the floor beneath it, and beside the bucket sprawled on her back with a walkie-talkie in her hand, a visible gasping Kate Weatherall. Hooray, Ty said, throwing his hands into the air. The others all felt like cheering, too. Just like that, they were back to plan A. Sticky spoke into his walkie-talkie. You're the miracle we needed, Kate, but why didn't you do what Rennie said? We're looking at you through the camera, by the way. On the monitor, they saw Kate wiggle the fingers of her free hand. Evidently, it was the best wave she could muster. Her other hand pressed the button of her walkie-talkie, and she said, I've known, Rennie, a long time. You think I didn't guess what that was all about? She paused for a few breaths, then added, I told you, I could do it, didn't I? They're all looking at one another, shaking their heads still in awe. Rennie lifted his walkie-talkie. Roger that, Kate, he said. And then with a little laugh, he pushed the button again. Roger that.